what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Soul Surgery Podcast. It's your girl, Favor. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Honestly, here in New Zealand, everything is just going crazy. We're back in lockdown. Um, we're back in lockdown at level three. We were told to, you know, stay home in our houses, all of that. Um, it was really weird, really random. I remember I literally got off the train with my mates, uh, just finished uni. It was it was in the evening. I literally walked into my house, went on my phone, and was seeing all these people posting about lockdown, lockdown. I was like, what happened? Like, we were trying to live our best life out of lockdown, but we're back in lockdown again. But God is still good. He's still gracious. But yeah, I think we'll be getting out of lockdown pretty soon. Uh, honestly, lockdown has been so hard for me. It was hard in the beginning and it's hard again. Um, this season is a weird season for me. I'm going through a lot of spiritual attacks mentally um, and spiritually. I'm finding myself going in and out of what I guess some people might call depression in and out of that, constantly feeling self-doubt, um, pulling away from opportunities that I know God is pushing me towards. But because of this feeling of inadequacy, I continue to step back and remove myself from these positions that could really elevate me. And, and you know, and it's like it's pulling me back and it's like I'm hiding myself from God. And it's so sad, um, but this is a season that I know God is going to get me out of. And I and I believe that this is a season that's going to teach me a, a lot about not only who I am, but who God is. It's really funny because I was actually planning to start um, the enemy series. I was ready for us to talk about the enemy, talking about um, pruning, self-pruning, talking about ourselves, self-love, and all these different things, and it just all of a sudden, bam! I'm in this bad space with my mind, um, just under attack. Honestly, that's really what it is. Um, and it was only recently I was praying, and I felt the Holy Spirit remind me that all of this was for a reason. That if I wanted to talk about the enemy and talk about not only self love but pruning, um, and all these different things, like I would need to not necessarily like just like you know be depressed but I would need to go through it and learn from it and allow God to bring me out of it so that my experience will not only be a testimony but it will be a a sword that I can use to fight moving forward as I navigate this crazy 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 world um but yeah, I'm so excited. I'm ready to get straight into it. So today is going to be a nice quick one, I'm hoping. And I'm talking about insecurities. Wow. Um, yeah, I like I said, I'm battling with a lot with my mind right now. And insecurities and self-doubt is one of the great things that is pulling me back. It's, it has such a strong hold over me. But I know that with the power of God, it, um, I will be free from that. But I believe that this was a great opportunity for me to talk about the insecurities. And it's really interesting. I was reading the Bible and I actually thought about something and I call it the Moses syndrome. Um, I was reading Exodus chapter 3. Um, and this is the moment where God um, meets uh, uh, Moses and he pretty much come introduce himself to Moses and is telling Moses the plan of what it do and what's about to happen. And it's crazy because I, um, when I read it, I was like, dang, Moses is just like me right now. This is literally what I'm doing. And I call it the Moses syndrome. 
Moses syndrome, how I would like to describe it is Moses syndrome is is the symptoms or the whatever you call it, the disease of self-doubt, um, insecurities, feeling like you're not good enough, stepping away from glory, stepping away from purpose because you don't believe you're good enough. You think your in, imper- imperfections have disqualified you from God's presence and that's not true. But Moses syndrome would do that to you. It's really interesting because if you read Exodus chapter 3 from verse 4, it, it says, you know, God's calling Moses. He says, Moses, Moses. And Moses replies, you know, here I am. And as you continue to read down going all the way to, I would say, verse 9, from that part, God is talking about, you know, I've heard the cries of my people and this is what I want to do. This is the plan and what it do. And it's really interesting because when you go to, when you skip, well not skip, but when you continue reading and you go to verse 11, Moses says to God, uh, says, but Moses protested to God, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? Reading that, my heart like literally broke. I was so burdened because that is literally the state of mind that I'm in right now. Moses was telling, he was protested with God saying, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? He didn't believe he was good enough. He was like, why would you pick me? If you know Moses' story, he was, he grew up in the, in Egypt, in, in the palace. And as you know, down his life, he, ended up, he murdered somebody. And even now imagine you're far away, 40 years away from what you knew you have a new life and God finds you in this season of wilderness because he was in the wilderness he was in the desert God finds you in the desert calls you out and tells you so I'm going to use you to do something so great that no man no man has ever done before I'm going to use you to do all these things and you're going to bring these people who were oppressed um for year for hundreds of years out of slavery and the first thing he thought of was wait why would you pick me who am I I'm not qualified enough why would you pick me to do that this immediate self-doubt and insecurity of I'm not good enough came straight away and he protested with God he basically I would say dude really argued with God he told God wait hold damn minute you trying to forget me I can't do none of that and it's interesting because I find myself in those situations all the time you know the enemy the enemy always wants to say you know you're not good enough and all these different things self-doubt comes into it when God says favor I've chosen you to do this I've put this idea in your mind and you're going to do this and the interesting thing is God already told me who I am I had a revelation side of the year when God told me who I am and who he has called me to be but the weird thing is the devil knows that if I stay in purpose and if I believe it and I breathe it that I will excel abundantly but now the devil throws at me this depression this self-doubt this insecurities of thinking no I'm too loud and people don't want to hear what I have to say why post a podcast why stay consistent you know why be a youtuber no one really wants to watch me I don't get enough views and all these different things and starting to feel inadequate and I start to tell God the same thing God why would you pick me to do it why would you pick me to start soul surgery why would you pick me to do this podcast why would you pick me to speak why would you why would you ask me to do all of that because I don't believe that I was good enough I really didn't believe that I was good enough and when you continue to read it when he tells God that you know God tells him I'll be with you the first thing he says I'll be with you and this is your sign that I am the one who sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt 
you will worship God at this very mountain. So interesting, right? Because the God didn't spend his time telling the first thing God said is, I will be with you. He didn't reply in, oh, like, let me tell you who you are, Moses. It was not about that. God, the first thing God said, I will be with you. And this is your sign that I am the one who sent you. And it's interesting because even after God said that, Moses protested again. And he says, if I go to the people of Israel and tell them that the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? And then God replies to Moses and he says, I am who I am. In other, this is, I'm reading the New Living Translation. I know there's other versions where it says, I am that I am. I am who I am. I am that I am. That Those are the other translations as well. And it's so interesting because that is, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like, this is literally the conversation that Moses is having with God. He's going back and forth and he's telling God, not only do I, I who am I to do all these different things, but now what do you like, wh- what do I tell them? Wh- what do I tell them? And God replies, I am that I am. And when I read this, it was God wasn't spending his time telling Moses who Moses was, but the answer to who am I to do this is who is God. Um, even in even for me in my seasons of my insecurities because my insecurities i believe can block your purpose my insecurities were blocking my purpose blocking me from going forward but the funny thing is the answer was never who i necessarily was it's even though i believe that i am i have to believe that i am who god says i am but i believe that the answer to even my quarrel of I'm not qualified enough. Who am I? These insecurities might prevent this and all these different things is it don't matter about that. It's really about who God is because God is a God that says that he will go before me and make every crooked way straight. God is a God that told me that he is my shepherd and that I shall not want and and that he would lay me in green pastures and I will walk beside still waters. And he says that he'll prepare a table in the presence of my enemy and he'll anoint my head with oil. He even tells me that though I walk to the valley in the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So the question, the answer to my, to the answer to my burden, the answer to my insecurities of, am I good enough? The answers to the my to my imperfections is not necessarily about uh your imperfections don't matter no like the answer is God the answer is I am that I am the answer is who God is because if God has chosen me if God said that I'm gonna live in purity if God says that I'm gonna live that God wants me to start a ministry or God says he wants you to you know study this degree or God says start that business or if God says, to, you know, to, to go and preach, God says, try this out, try something different. If God has called you to do certain things and you start to question if you are good enough, it's not necessarily about if you are good enough. It's about who God is. Cause God, if God says you're good enough, then you're good enough. But it's also about because God is a good God and he's not going to put you in a position for you to fail. God's not that he, he's not, a, he's not the kind of God who would just bring you out of a situation just for you to fail. No, God will use every situation for his glory. And that's why it's so important because even though you may feel like you're inadequate, that you're not good enough, God can still use you. Your life still matters. And even though these insecurities and the devil tries to tell you that either 
You're from a broken family. You're too broke. You're too tall. You're too this. You're too dark. You're too light. You're not funny enough. People don't like you. You don't have enough Instagram followers. And the devil tells you that your business will not grow. And the devil will tell you that, well, there's no need to try because other people do it better. That this person is better than you. This person sings better than you. That you're not close enough with God. The devil will keep telling you all these different things that you sinned last week. You have a lust problem. You can't stop lying. You did all this. You murdered somebody. You did all that you were part of this group you were this you were that he'll remind you about your past he'll remind you about what you're struggling with but the thing is is to not even think about that and think about who God is think about who God is I am that I am if God has instructed you to do something it's now time for us to rise up and forget it's not necessarily even about forgetting him but it's actually about asking God God who are you again we're spending time to really understand who God is to you and to push aside your insecurities and tell your insecurities is that you might exist that yeah okay i might not have enough money but god is my provider like it's literally that you can sit down and you can say that "Mm mm-hmm yeah, I struggle with lust. You can sit down and say, yeah, I struggle with lust. But God has given me access to the Holy Spirit that the f- I have access to self-control. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. It is about God. It has nothing to do with us. Our insecurities, God is always the answer to that. You don't feel like your voice is loud enough. It's not about you, baby. It's about the voice of God. God is looking for people to use. He's not looking for perfect people. There are so many examples in the Bible of people that God chose, that God used, and they were not perfect. Y'all, look at David. David was far from perfection. David was a liar, a murderer. He he did so many bad things, but God still used him to do great things. And he was also a man after God's heart because even when he made his mistakes and he was called out on it, he would fall down on his face and fall down in front of God and he would talk to God and apologize and ask for forgiveness and that is so amazing and if you continue to look into the Bible there are so many other examples of people who were who who had deficiencies they weren't good enough at everything so there were some people who weren't tall enough they weren't strong enough they weren't good at so many things but it didn't matter because it all that mattered was who God was and what God was going to do through them the thing is is God doesn't need you to be perfect God's not looking for perfection because the the truth is y'all we will never be perfect so instead of our insecurities disqualifying our let let our it let our insecurities qualify us because it means that God gets God gets even more glory because he's using the unusual he's using the insecurities he's using those that the world would deem as why would he use you why what's the point of you but God uses you because you're important that's just the reality you are important God's plan for you God's purpose for you was so important and that's why we should Get rid of Moses syndrome. Moses syndrome. What's the pill? What is the what is the what antidote? I think that's the word. The vaccine. What? How do we cure the Moses syndrome? How do we cure that I'm not good enough? How do we cure that? How do we cure that? We cure that by knowing who God is. By knowing who God is. Who is God to you? Knowing who God is. And it's interesting because when I was going through, and as I'm still trying to battle and get out of this, I'm starting to try to get back to understanding who God is. And God reminds himself to me in Psalms 23. 
Psalms 23 is how God really communicates with me to remind me as to who he is to me. When you look at the story of Moses, God even tells Moses to use the staff that's in his hand for the miracles that God was going to do. God knows your deficiencies and he will use what's in your hand for his glory. You know, if you continue reading it and you go to Exodus uh, chapter four, the next chapter, it's interesting because (laughs) Moses is literally arguing with God again. God had told Moses, um, he had given Moses certain instructions and Moses pleaded with the Lord and he says, Lord, I'm not very good with words. I have never been. I am not. I am not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue tied and my words get tangled. Wow. And then the Lord said, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak? Hear or do not hear? See or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will be with you as you speak and I will instruct you in what you say. And then Moses again said, but again, he said, Lord, please send anyone else. Send anyone else. Guys, let's, let's, let's not allow this Moses syndrome to take over our body. Even as Moses listed down his deficiencies, he said, God, I can't talk. He said, God, if you're in my accent, he probably had a stutter. He said, God, I can't talk. I can't go in front of all those important people and speak. I can't talk. I'm not good enough. And like I and God answered, who makes a person's mouth? You see, the answer is not about um like no no the answer is who is God? It's I am that I am. Who is the one that created that? Who is the one that did, that started that? Who is the who is the ruler of the whole universe? It's God. If God has singled you out and told you to do something, stop looking at your deficiencies. Guys, I know it's hard because we live in a society that is so focused on 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 looking at deficiencies and maybe someone spoke death into you by telling you you weren't good enough. It's not about if you're good enough, it's about who God is. It's not necessarily about what you got. See, that's the thing is it's not always about what you got. Yeah, some people are talented in some things and some people aren't. That ain't the problem here. If God has asked you to do something, the reason why we should pursue it and do it with with wholeheartedness and happiness in our heart is to understand that if God has told you to do this he has a plan he knows that you can't speak he knows those things already he's not blind he's not blind he knows all of this and that's why when he's true when he chooses us it's up to us to take this moment and say God you know even though I know that I'm even though I see my deficiencies and I see and I notice my insecurities I'm not telling you to ignore your insecurities because this is how we do an autopsy on ourselves you it's it's not a bad thing to acknowledge and to be able to to notice that mm this is maybe an area that I'm not the best in, or maybe I am lacking in this, but it's not to dwell on it and see it as a, as a means of disqualification, but it's to see it as a means of, wow, if I have all of this baggage, if I have all of this insecurities and, and if I have all these deficiencies and imperfections and God still picks me, then damn, God probably have an amazing plan for my life. God probably has something amazing ready that ready for what he wants to do on this earth. And if God picks you, it's not 
not necessarily about how perfect and how good you are. It's because he sees you and he knows the plans that he has for you. And he's going to use your deficiencies and the things that you deem as disqualification, as things to qualify you for what he wants to do. Yo, we, you know what? You, everybody knows what Moses did. If you don't know what Moses did, Moses not only brought the children of Israelite um, out of Egypt, but he took them to the he, he brought them into the promised land. Because of Moses, that we, we saw miracles of the of the sea turning into blood, of the of the of the Red Sea dividing, a Red Sea dividing, so these children of Israelites could go through it. And not only that, through Moses we have access to the Ten Commandments, which is the vital um instructions as to how we live our lives as Christians. Now imagine if he stayed in his syndrome state. Imagine if he stayed brain dead in his syndrome state and continued to say, no, I'm not going to do it. And imagine if he took it upon himself to disqualify himself and to walk away from God, like I was doing, walking away, hiding in my shame, hiding in my insecurities and seeing that as a reason to not even try, seeing it as a reason to not even go ahead and do what God had instructed me to do. Guys, let's step out of our syndrome state, step out of step out of that Moses syndrome set out of that Moses syndrome set into purpose we need to sit in we need to step into who into who God is who God is who God is our focus is on who God is it's time for us to ignore what doesn't feed our faith that we can't spend our time dwelling on the things that we don't deem good enough Jesus's disciples were not a bunch of perfect people. Some of them were thugs. Some of them were fishermen. Some of them were tax collectors. They weren't perfect. They weren't deemed as the supreme, as the top notch and the scholarship receivers and the best of the best of the best. They really weren't, but they were so chosen by Jesus. They were chosen by Jesus to, to, to take on, to spread the, the word of God, to spread the good news. God can use anybody. Our struggle, we should not be, our struggle should not be about how good we are, how bad we are, but the struggle should be fighting for the kingdom of God. The struggle should be knowing, going deeper, pushing deeper to understand who God is because the answer to the Moses syndrome, the vaccine to the Moses syndrome is I am that I am. I am who I am. It's God. The It's God. It's who he is, has nothing to do with who we are. And that's just, and that's literally it. And it's so interesting because before I never thought it in that way, I would have gone on to say, guys, you know, learn to love your insecurities and all these different things. And sometimes it's not that easy. It's not that easy when your insecurities continue to look at you in the face, but sometimes I have to get out of myself and remember it's actually not necessarily just about me but it's about who God is if I'm supposed to be part of part of, of the machine for whatever God wants to do it's for it's time for me to step out of that it's time for me to step out of myself step out of myself and focus on the bigger picture and the bigger picture is who God is and what he's trying to do and if God wants to use you that's it the focus is on God the focus is on God I'm literally speaking to myself right now. It's time for me to get out of this is the state. It's time for me to push those insecurities away because I will not allow or continue to allow my insecurities, my self-doubt to to my self-doubt to block me from my purpose. I refuse that. And now that we've exploring this you know for the enemy and we've done this autopsy of going deep and understanding that the little the problem that we found is the Moses syndrome it's time to prune it it's time to shut it out it's time to inject it with its vaccine which is God 
It's time for me to drown myself in the word of God. It's time for me to seek who God is to me, to fully understand who God is to me, because that's the only thing that matters to propel me towards my purpose. Guys, I hope you've been blessed by this. If you enjoyed this, um, please don't forget to subscribe on here. Um, and click make sure there's a bell uh, click the bell notification because i know it's also on the podcast stuff so you can get notified on more podcasts that i am going to post and don't forget to follow us on instagram and i'll see you guys on the flip side bye